Welcome to the Beers and Bucks Podcast with your hosts, Mike and Tim. Well, this is uh, number four. We've been bad. Three? Five? <laughs> number five? <laughs> number five. It's, um, it's creeping up on us here, but... Um, we're happy to be here. It's August already. Holy smokes! It's uh, it's getting down to the wire. Like we're literally like a little over a month from bow opener here in Wisconsin. Yeah, I'm freaking juiced out of my mind. Right in the thick of planting season. For some, I mean, we're early for some, late for others. Maybe. What a great time to be alive! Heck yeah! I still have goosebumps. Yeah, it's pretty wild. We'll let you a little. In, we'll let you in on what we just showed you too. Well, there's more. There's more follow-up to be had there. We got a whole bunch of good stuff to tell you. Yeah. Lots to chat about. <laughs> but some big news. Really big news. Really, really pumped. We, if you've been watching us for a while, we're always drinking our, our local brewery, Hop and Barrel beer. And Hop and Barrel has officially come on as the Beers and Bucks They're on board. sponsor. <laughs> and we couldn't be be happier. They're they're a great company here. Um, they have two, they actually two breweries. Um, they're distributing all over the place. Um, so if you find their beer, give it a try. Mike always loves his lemon breaker, and I had my buddy Brandon uh, up last weekend for the Alan Jackson concert, and he actually had his first lemon breaker at Ooh, my bachelor party. Yummy! And he's like, that is the best shandy I've ever had. I'm a little upset with him. Why? He texted me a picture. But didn't invite you. Sitting at the bar at Hop and Barrel. Get a text. Hey, look where I am. And I said, invite must have got lost in the mail, huh? I was there too. (laughs) It's my bad. But he is kind of, he brews his own beer. He loves it. And um, I watched him guzzle down like four of them. And he goes, we were walking out and he goes, this is the first time I've ever gone to a brewery and not tried like a flight of the beers to try and like try them all he goes literally all i had was lemon breaker it's that good and i'm like boom but they have this new one out um war crow not like the traditional one that that i typically drink um it but it's uh hard coffee and it's but it's got eight percent alcohol so i can probably have like a half (laughs) um but they just came out with it and it's uh we're gonna we're gonna give her a little whirl here but they are supporting us all our ass we won't we won't plug them plug them plug them go give their uh, facebook page a like and you know send them a message if you would if you wouldn't mind let them know you uh saw them on the beers and bucks podcast and uh they'll continue to support us so we can continue to kind of elevate the podcast on the flip side like lemon breakers 3.7 percent. you can legally drive a tractor while drinking it and stay under the point zero zero. That is safe. that is really good. Try I'll it. Try it. We have that with your eggs in the morning. I know that is really good. Yeah. So I would have said I wouldn't like that. I actually, re- I actually like it a lot. I hadn't tried it before. It beats the hell out of Starbucks. Yeah. <sighs> and you get a little jag going. Whew. You know, it wouldn't <laughs> take long to get a jag going there. <laughs> like twenty five percent alcohol. Oh. So what do we all got going on right now? We're uh, we got a lot of folks on. Love it. We're right into, uh, we're waiting on fall planting for a lot of our plots right now. I, I went and uh, disked it and, and rototilled last weekend. You should have seen the, like, there was dust tornadoes. Um, very, very dry. We've had some rain. Um, my sugar mom is coming in good. Um, but we've been really uh, dry here. So if you are putting in plots, it's all about kind of being a storm chaser and, like, we got pictures of, of Brian and them down in Kentucky at Whitetail Crossing up at 1 in the morning. <laughs> and yeah. the, the last one, they were running, putting the seed out to make sure it got out in the rain. That's dedication. Um, it literally, I think, is the – regardless of what you do for weed control, what, regardless of what you do for soil prep, if you do not get rain, you're going to get choked out by weeds this time of year. And it, it's happened to us so many times that yeah. you just – you got to be patient. And the thing is, is – Last year, we didn't put green machine in until the last weekend in August, and it still came in awesome, and we killed a buck over it on opener. That's so. a good thing to remember. Like, I think if the last week told us anything, like, everyone was rushing to get their plots in, thinking, like, it was the end. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, it's just the beginning. 
plant maturity levels and the way that our mixes are designed, open your window. Yep. Like, like Tim said, we planted that like August 27th. Yep. Which is perfect timing for it. Yep. But a lot of times, and, and we've planted it early, we planted it later. It's a, it's a gray window. It's not black and white. Don't think if you don't plant it tomorrow, you're done. You got a whole bunch of time. So don't be nervous. I haven't even thought about planting my plot behind my house yet. Just if I get it in before Labor Day, that'd be perfect. Yeah, the only one that I was kind of rushing on was my incognito because I just I wanted it 100%. to get tall yeah. enough, um, you know. And it germed; it, it was sprouting up. I have a feeling when I go look at it this weekend, it should be in good shape. But that that one takes a while. There's a lot of root development before she starts shooting up. So, um, but yeah, all all good things. We're we're gonna head down this weekend, and we're starting to get some some bucks showing up here late summer. Now that the bears is, have effed off out of the property, <laughs> every, every year it's it's inevitable that we have like three or four different bears, and got a picture of one standing in front of the camera, and um, yeah, they're just kind of doing their thing, and then I think people start baiting, and all of a sudden they just like get the f out, and all of a sudden now all of a sudden you start seeing more daylight activity from these deer and it's been it's been cool fortunately you don't need to say, see daylight activity yet so no we still got some time well and you don't need to see bu- bucks I yet get, yeah i agree i don't get too worked everybody asks me like you seen any big ones it's like i haven't and i honestly i have a camera out but i haven't really thought about it mm-hmm. um i know they're out there and i know that come fall they're going to be right in the middle of my big sexy plot i want to so, say some of the best years whatever. we've had on our property we've had all does all summer we don't have a, a you know 500 acre farm where you're going to house them all year um they're summering elsewhere the bucks are and they're not summering with the does um you know they're in bachelor groups and all of a sudden now like they'll start getting squirrely the velvet's going to come off and boom like if they were on your property all summer long and all of a sudden they disappear you're like where'd they go and all of a sudden i'm sitting there on my camera and i'm like hey where'd you come from little <laughs> yeah. fella um yep. it, so brandon actually yelled at me last week because so i was like i'm just not getting any he's like quit worrying about summer box i'm like You're i gotta right. i gotta talk these guys off the ledge every freaking day because yep. spencer and jake all they do is talk about bucks on their cameras and whatever and how easy it's gonna be come fall and it's like come on fellas like a whole lot changes in a month i know they're excited but yeah and they should be but and we always talk about too which we talk about year-round food on our property and that's what we're designing but I don't think that has to mean year-round bucks. Like, the doe groups will live there, and if they're there, the rest takes care of itself. If your property's big enough or you've got the bedding and you've got different little core areas, the bucks might be there. But um, you don't need them now. Nope. You need them in a month or two, and that's the fun part. So, I mean, now that you're in there rutting everything up with food plots and messing around, and it's okay that they're not there. Yeah. Catching on to what you're doing, you know? Yeah, I don't disagree. Those old deer are... They're old for a reason. So I often tell Jake, I said, I think he knows you better than you know him. So he's not here tonight to pick on, so I'm a little nervous. I know. It's like a stand-up comedian not having a crowd. Yeah, I know. Like, who do you, how do you pick up? Well, we never had one before, and I think we were true. thriving. And then Fair. all of a sudden, now we had, like, three guys sitting there just chirping. eyeballing you, you know. <laughs> just and chirping away. They can come at us, but, yeah. I hear you. So let's talk. There's a lot to talk about, obviously. I want to talk about the hot topic of the week on our Facebook page, which is always really fun to get people's analysis and thoughts. But first I want to talk about your lower field and the different domain products that you're planting in it. Yep. And are you planting them all at the same time or different times? Yep. And is that because rain, time, energy, failures of food or something like right now we're at that stage where this is the question. I planted four acres of corn. One acre sucks. What do I do? I planted six acres of beans. Three acres didn't come in. What do I do? So I think it'd be fun to just talk about your field because it's been dry as heck there too. And what you're doing to either repair what's broken, i.e. things that didn't grow because it was dry, or what are you putting in fresh and new domain related to kind of incorporate it's, that plan? It's a good, good point. So we, we put a lot of corn down there this year with the intention of – Obviously, giving them some food. They they like going into those standing cornfields, but um, also blocking vision. So out in front of the stand this year, we've got a strip um, that we're going to till up and we're going to plant green machine. Uh, I just tilled it last weekend. I'm waiting for weeds to come up. I'll probably spray it uh, in the next week or so here. That's going to go in literally probably as late in August as we can. Um, 
that was a game changer last year for us. Um, but this year we did something different to the left of the blind. Instead of having it all corn, we left like a basically a circle in the middle of it. And it's probably quarter acre, maybe a little bit more of a quarter acre. And we're going to do that in Big Sexy. So I went in two weekends ago and I tilled that. Um, and I cut trails through the corn so they could kind of maze between into the center. In, into the center. Which um, is, how big is your relative shooting area? So the furthest shot in the big sexy plot would be 50. And I'm going to put a, a scrape about tree. 40 yards outside your range? Yeah, definitely. Um, so the scrape tree is going to be underneath the stand. Um, that way they come right in. <laughs> but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a Bring scrape tree there, close. and then there's already an established uh -oh. scrape tree out in front. And what my hope is that they come in and they hit – want to hit both but then there's corn block in the vision and i made it so if they come to the front one and i whatever maybe i don't get a shot they there's does looking at me i can't pull back that they want to go check the other one i'm not guaranteeing they use the trail it's only like four rows of corn they probably were going to cut through but if they're cutting through the corn talk about a time to be able to pull back yeah for sure and they're making racket because they're walking through the corn they're not going to detect the noise so uh i think it's the best plan that we've had down there we're bringing big sexy back down to the lower field um that has always proven really well um and then over on the right side uh it's a little bit shaded in there we're going to put some um no bs and we have an, actually a ladder stand there where if the like wind's it. right you have a really good shot of killing a deer there but there is having that small of a corn it's only a two acre field <laughs> like i'm explaining like all these big like it's two acres total with the idea to drive them to the center. We want to drive them to the center. There's some areas where the corn is just, I don't know if a bear got in there or if the deer are just going absolutely ham on mm -hmm. it. But wherever that happened, when we go in to put the green machine, we're not going to like fuss with it because we're going to have rain in the forecast when we put green machine. We're just literally going to go any of those spots where the corn's knocked way down. We're just going to go in, back in with the rototiller, till it up, and we're just going to plant it as green machine. Like there's only... Plan couple of pockets but for the most part the corn was already above my head and it's tasseling and it's pretty shitty soil down there it's so bad. i'm yeah. i'm excited to see uh close to blow sand what happens yeah the it's it's brutal but that's, that's the plan i think there's a lot of people that are not scrambling necessarily but a lot of folks who some of their egg that they may have self-planted has struggled with this weather um and like Tim said, Green Machine, Big Sexy, Illicit, Smackdown, Bombshell, all those fall mixes work really well, broadcast into those kind of areas that have been overgrazed, didn't grow very well. Um, if you planted your soybeans wider, can work really great down those rows. Just more ways to integrate greens, but also varying food sources. Yep. Beans go brown, greens are green. I mean, you have all these factors. And people are often saying, like, Man, I had all the deer, and then they all disappeared. Well, they, they changed what they needed based on what they needed. So they were eating your your clovers and your beans because they needed protein and your, your fresh-growing brassicas, and then they moved to something else. And so it's important to have all of those different varieties that we offer yep. to keep them there. Well, and this is so. also the time where if you planted, if you planted your fall plots in July – you and you had some rain um you know my no bs plot germed right away we had two good rains on it it's taken off um it, this is this is the time too where you can go in and hit it with our new the liquid courage because the epic they, fail. we don't even have one up, up here i know <laughs> they they germ up and they're they're getting getting leafy they're ready to really get that thick growth um that would be a really good time to hit it with liquid courage. And we got asked that actually today. I saw a message come through about when's the best time to put liquid courage down, or I've got beans that are coming up. You can literally put it on anything. And true story, we, we sprayed it this year. I had uh, four apple trees out in front of the cabin and dad sprayed it on two of them and, and not the other two. And literally the two up there just like, the two, the two that got sprayed, literally, when I went, it was like two weeks later, way leafier, because these are only they're a couple young. of year yeah, old apple trees. I was like, all right. You heard Jake's story? No. He sprayed it on his apple trees and got his first two apples? 
lovely. The test, uh, the testing on apples was incredible. Like, f- incredible. I'd have to get the exact results, but it was many apples per tree more. Like, many. Do you think no I could spray it on my biceps? I don't think it works that way, but it's worth a shot. We could try it. I'd be the test vehicle. I mean, we know you're not going to go to the gym, so it's probably, you're probably your best bet. I try staring at them to see if they'd grow, but <laughs> maybe we put a little liquid courage on them, and all of a sudden I... Can I spray it? Yeah. All right, perfect. Then I'm in. I'm all about it. I'm upset because I wanted to go through... We have, we have a ton of people on here asking questions and doing all sorts of stuff, um, but I, I can't scroll through my feed. I, I've got it. we got quite a few guys chasing storms. I wanted to I wanted to buzz through there. and uh, Chris, Chris, Chris Worthing is uh, we got, we got waiting like for the burn down. we got 25 states covered. Well, Chris, Chris wants a calendar of me, apparently, which well, it raised a couple of red flags for me. Well, Typically, you know. But we are getting close. You've got enough pictures where it's close. I, I'll give them they a sign. They haven't even one. seen the showstopper picture yet. I know. That's what I'm saying. Um, Corey Jeffries yeah. just playing a showstopper tonight. So his field, we've used it many times on social media. He has a secluded field that was big, sexy. We posted a bunch of it last year. It's so cool. It's just like six bucks in there feeding in October. He frost seeded it in hot chick. And now it's a beautiful hot chick field. And now all the bucks are back. Like he has a dream little food plot there. Jay McCray, so cool. Jason Karshbaum. What's up, buddy? I can't, I wish I could see these. I'm upset. I got I got some errors here. There was a bunch of questions and I wanted to answer them. See, I don't so see any got, questions. We got Kyle up in cable, wondering if maybe he got an autograph on his recent order. My guess is there's probably one on there. I think that was I think Jake picked that one though. So we'll see. We'll we can critique Jake's love letters. Yeah. See if they're as good as mine. As much thought. But we appreciate you, Kyle. He plants a ton of food plots up in the North Woods, up in Cable. So a lot of guys are asking about the. The giveaway. So I know you're you're way more in tune on that. Let's talk a little bit about what we're doing with Tacticam. Yeah, we got um, multi, we got all sorts of crap going on. Speaking of Tacticam, I they came out with a new. Um, I run eight on the property, and batteries are a pain in the ass. And they just came out with that new um, lithium rechargeable battery Ooh. pack. So I bought two of them, and yeah. I'm like, I'm just gonna test it. You know, and I replaced the one up on the ridge. It hasn't even gone down, and it's the one getting the most pictures. And it's been three weeks, and I'm like, sweet. So I'm thinking if you had enough for all of your cameras and then maybe you had one or two additional, I I think buying batteries sucks ass. You can go and buy all the Amazon ones, but then you're throwing them all away. So I've tested it for a limited time. I would tell you that I I would stand behind it. I think it, it it's pretty solid. And this is not even an endorsement from Tacticam or because of them. I just hate changing batteries out. And especially coming into winter, lithium is the key. And you go buy those Energizer lithiums, and they're expensive as hell. And so I don't know. I don't know if you guys have seen it. I got an email about it, and I got all giddy and bought two. And I'm I'm going to go You're hooked. Buy, buy a few more. I just gotcha. – and I don't like the – not that I'm like I'm a huge like environmentalist guy, you but should be. I I, I, I kind of am. They're not ideal. No. So, anyways, we'll go back to our our, Sorry, our I giveaway. Sorry, here. I gotta look. Jeff Nelson says I planted a half acre of a list that I hope a buck comes to eat. Should be neat. <laughs> He's probably planted 500 acres of a list. Wow, homegrown's got over 100 domain plots in this year. 100. They, Think about that. They swung by and bought 140 acres of seed last week. Your, your property is the same size. <laughs> it's like, literally, we'll the clear. The proving grounds is 140 acres. We'll clear cut my land and just plant it all. Probably uh, actually be pretty killer. It would be pretty killer. <laughs> Where would you hunt it, though? Just, like, set up in the middle? Pop up blind. Yeah. Cool. All right, let's get back to the giveaways. We got sidetracked. So we got a bunch of them. Let's talk about the first one that's ongoing, our Tacticam giveaway. Yep. I think we're in week five, if I'm wrong. Sorry. But it goes all the way till September 4th. So keep entering. We've already given away a whole bunch of seed, a bunch of Tacticams. All you got to do is use a product, have a product in there from both companies. Yep. We both, we both got together and said, hey, let's give some stuff away. And here we are. So make sure you enter that. You go on our website. We post about it every single weekday. And we've been giving out weekly winners. So do that. And there's a grand prize. There is a grand prize at the end. I don't even know what it is. 
but I'm sure it's pretty cool. Yeah. And you n- must enter before September 4th in order to, to win that. We kind of let Riley manage that program, so I, I don't, I don't. Maybe you'll win a car. I have no idea. I have no idea what it is. Oh, Tim. Oh, Tim so I'm like, all right. oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Opening bow weekend at Tim's place. I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> I uh, sometimes, you know, I yeah. just I'm not really. Sometimes we in don't that. let Tim in on things until right at the end. Tim, we actually rent out your cabin for gum season. <laughs> <laughs> Missed it last year due to COVID, yeah, I mean, but you're never there anyway. So you can hunt the. You'll, I'm sure you'll get COVID the day before, so it'll be perfect. I'll be able to hunt that little uh, <laughs> that little field that Dad dumped like five acres of beans on, like right the by the highway. Remember? Yeah, we were looking at Onyx. And I was like, I'll take that spot. <laughs> yeah, so that's where I'll be, and I'll probably end up schwacking one. No, it's probably a hot spot. Three highways. Oh man, but no, How it's been little, pretty cool. A little bit of woods across K that you own. Yeah. The little finger over there? Yeah. Sit up. I mean, hey. Right there. never know. But, yeah, so if you saw this from the beginning, you saw the intro that literally brought goosebumps to our arms. It's so cool. And, really, it's just a compilation of all the content that we've we've created or you've created and sent to us. And this has been a special year for us. It's year, what, three and a half or whatever it is. It's flying by. But you guys have supported us so much that – we put our heads together and said, what can we do to give back to you? So we're launching our largest giveaway ever. And it does require something from you, as all giveaways should. But it is the My Domain 2022 contest. So hashtag My Domain 2022 is going to become the staple of the next four months. Hashtag My, my domain. domain 2022. And... There's prizes over $5,000 in total. So it's some serious things to win here. And what is there? Three categories and a grand prize. So basically what happens is over the course of the next three or four months, we want your content because you guys bust your ass to plant food plots, shoot deer, do all the things. We want a little piece of it. So we're going to have a whitetail hunting category where it's whitetail specific a food plotting category where it's food plot specific and a lifestyle category. You and your friends are out boating and you got a Yeti or whatever it is, or a domain hat on or whatever. Um, you can all enter on our website. So each of those categories will have a winner. Everybody will enter the, the domain team will select four finalists based on the best photos for each category, for each category. And then you vote on a winner. So the prize pack for the whitetail hunting category is a brand new HHA site, some buck knives, a huge domain package valued over $1,000 in goods. The food plotting category is a Yeti cooler, a Reveal X, a Reveal XB, a solar panel, hey, hey, a huge domain package valued over $1,000. The lifestyle category, Vortex Viper HD 10x42 binos, Ooh. a half rack gear package, a huge domain package valued $1,000. So out of those three categories, you'll have 12, 12 qualifiers that will go to the grand prize, which will be voted on by you. And the grand prize winner will win a 2023 Matthews flagship bow. Brand new bow. Brand new bow. A brand new HHA site, Black Eagle Arrows, huge domain outdoor package, $2,500 value. Just for being you. That's pretty killer. It's gonna be super cool. We're gonna we're really excited about uh, it. We should we should lay that out. We'll like, lay it simply, out. Yeah, and, but and that's we'll, freaking massive. We'll lay it out for you. I got goosebumps again talking about it. Um, there. So go to our website. But hashtag my domain twenty twenty two is our way of giving back to you. So shoot your content that you already shoot. Shoot your bucks that you already shoot. Plant your food plots you already shoot. Share them with us. Have a chance to win some pretty cool prizes. That's pretty kick-ass. So, yeah, and thanks to the the uh, companies that help support this, too. Um, we put a lot into it, and we reached out to some friends to help us, too. So it's going to be a really fun process here these next four months. And like I said, it's it's our way of saying thanks. You guys have done so much to support us. And I go on. So I, I'm not a member of Food Plot Pages because I, I don't like to go on there because of whatever. However, I see all of you so often – going on there and giving us praise and reviewing our products and doing all those little things that you may not think we notice, but we do. And this is one of the, a very small way for us to say thank you and for us to give back to you. So 
Um, we, we truly do appreciate what you guys do for us. Sometimes we're really busy and it's hard for us to kind of do it. So this is a really grand way of us yeah. saying thanks. I love it. So. I've been replying to email threads that started literally three years ago when we first started. Yeah. They're like, hey, you know, John Fair and I were emailing <laughs> back and forth today and say, sorry to bother you again. I'm like, don't, you're not bothering me one bit. I, I, I love it. And um, I, I think... I think as a as a whole, we've introduced a new cat or ex, not introduced necessarily, but exposed a new category of like it's not sportsman's channel, it's not the outdoor channel where they're hunting over twenty acre fields that they have full control over. Yeah. You know, most guys have chunks of woods that they hunt and they want to figure out a spot to put food in and. I think we've been doing that our entire hunting career and, you know, developing the mixes that, that actually do well in those and then trying yeah. to educate on like, yeah, I, we had a new plot fail this year, dad and I, but we went in and spray painted the trees now this summer that we need to cut to get better light in. Um, and it's all about continuing to improve your domain. And every single year we've, we've done this, our, our hunting's gotten better and, it, it's it's awesome it's just it's super fun and um yeah so thanks everyone for the the support this is a really cool prize pack i i got the new matthews this year and i've been shooting it every night and thing just zips them i yeah, it's a pretty cool i had the z7 i think it was my bow before i don't switch halon. bows and then i had the halon yeah. this bow shoots lights out it's pretty exciting. I mean, a bunch of HHA stuff and Tacticam and Yetis and yeah, Chris sent me that new the new HHA stuff. Chris Chris sent me the new HHA site and it's I I'm a creature of habit. I always had the slider and now I got the like wheel. He's so, like, you're gonna love the wheel. The, I tell you what, the whitetail package, the the premier prize on there is the new HHA. I think it's Rise. Yeah. Um, which they just launched like yesterday. So that's pretty cool. Sucker's uh, nice. And not to mention, there's a bunch of domain food plot on here. So, I mean, if. Yeah. I mean, send us your stuff. Eight, so eight it's hashtag mydomain2022. You can submit on your website. Yeah. Um, Go to the website. The whole listing is right there. Got it. It explains it probably way better than I did. Yeah. I was a little. I was kind of. You were, you were emotional. nervous. You were nervous. I was emotional. Like that, that's an exciting opportunity for us to be able to do that. So, I, a whole bunch of people are planting Big Sexy, which I like. I saw Corey on here, Corey Baker, who just planted a pyramid full of everything we offer. He's got a bunch of customers in the heart of Wisconsin. We've got Jeff Nelson. We got a. It's kind of fun when you when you work with guys that do it for a living, and they trust in your product to put on their clients. Yeah, it's also a lot of pressure. It is. Oof. But no, it's it's been fun. So should we talk about this new headpiece that I'm rocking? Oh, sucker's nice. Oh yeah, you snuck one in on there. Well, I walk in and you know I'm I'm not full time at the shop, and I walk in and I see this bad boy, and I it just it became I became one with the hat, and uh, I tell you what, we've had some supply chain issues on our like OG classic hats, <laughs> but this sucker for like an everyday wear. This is like wear to wear to a wedding with your yeah Canadian tuxedo yeah the hat yeah it's. It's a super nice hat. They're going to be going live on the website. Um, I saw a box of them. There's, so. There are so hats are not great right now from a supply chain standpoint. To your point, I think there's 36 of them. By tomorrow, there's going to be 24. By the next day, there's going to be 12. If you've been watching our apparel, it's all out of stock. So if you want one, I'd hop on there. However, I will say this: Legacy hats are scheduled to arrive next week. The green load and killing hat. End of next week or the next. The load and killing hat will be back in stock in 12 days. Mm. We've been out of stock in that for six months. And I think it's the reason Timmy hasn't killed a buck in a while. I need one. He needs one. I know Jake will be buying one immediately. Yep. Also, we've got all of our apparel on order. We should probably see that in the next two weeks. So we've kind of we've been struggling on the apparel side. <laughs> Everything's out of stock, and I've had a bunch of people reach out and say, hey, I'm going to order when it's back in stock, and it's been one of those things that's just been a struggle. So hopefully in the next two weeks, we'll be flush with apparel for a few days um, and get that out there. It'll look pretty good in some of those hashtag my domain photos. Heck, yeah. 
So well, I can I can transition us back to yeah. the the conversation that we had started on Facebook. So I there was a existing double ladder stand on my land oh, yeah. when I got it, and we've since hinge cut, changed up bedding. We put the food highway in. The deer have definitely changed, and last year sitting in the rut, I kept seeing deer hanging and they were 60 yards away um, out towards this ridge line. And I go, I, I want a very low impact setup. And how is my mom She's watching from Alaska? Alaska? <laughs> I, I thought she was like climbing a mountain. Probably, but I, I wanted to have a low impact setup because I'm still a believer that if you're in the middle of the like middle of the woods where they, you're by trails and stuff that they notice ladder stands, it's just my opinion. I wanted to have a low impact setup that I would only go in and hunt, and I I might even start a morning in the double ladder stand, let the mor- morning commotion go, and then it's about probably a forty yard walk. Ooh, a little sneaker. Where I could sneak in and get in. So I I ended up buying a River's Edge really low profile climbing sticks and then the I thought you were gonna say saddle for a second. The the low profile just it's a pretty small portable that I can hang on. I wanted to do a saddle and I know saddles are becoming more and more prominent. I know nothing <laughs> about them. So here's how I picture this. We all go out hunting in the rut in the morning, go to our stands, we get cold, we come back for lunch. I was like, where's Timmy? I sneak back up there, and he's hanging upside down in his saddle, yep. head down, bow on the ground, Help. wondering what's going That Every time I think of a saddle, no offense, but that's what I picture in my head, and maybe even me, just tangled I mean, up mess. I mean, Charles killed well, everybody's a Booner loving it with a saddle last year, everybody's went in it. that night, set it up, killed a, killed a Booner, and they're so low impact, and from what I hear, they're super comfortable. What I, I think we need to do is we need to get – uh, Jordan Ura, because I think he hunts out of one. I think Spencey boy, Spencer, maybe Jake's no Spencer. To get in on it now. Spencer, like get him out to the land. They're and doing TikToks about it. He needs to teach us. They're talking and ticks and whatever. I don't like. Before TikTok. we get down this rabbit hole, I'm going to answer this question before I lose it. Thomas Graber is not too late to plant in Indiana. You've got 40 days. It sounds like you must be having a lot more rain than us, but. Um, but yes, not too late to plant. I just want sorry to cut you off, but my phone's being weird and I'm not getting all the messages. Yep. So I wanted to make sure that he realized that. Carry yeah, on. I just I I see the practicality of it and I think it's super low impact and uh, especially guys that go in on some public land and stuff. 100%. Like but even on private, like you can hunt so many more trees and I go back to when we went down to southern Wisconsin hunting and it's like where are the shooting lanes? He's like, big bucks don't like shooting lanes. Remember that guy that had the saddle? Yeah. He could hunt a tree that nobody else could hunt, and he shot a freaking giant. I know. Um, however, I'm with I'm with Michael Law. How do you take a nap in a saddle? I think you just probably just lean back and snooze. What does your feet come off the thing? I don't know. You're doing the old Timmy. You don't want to pull a Timmy. Let's, I there. want your opinions. Tree stand, saddle, hang the, on. The death diaper. What did, what did I say? Uh, we'll say ladder stand, tree stand, saddle, yep. box blind. Yep. I, all, all of the above. I, I like them all. I mean, I I really do. Um, If I can hunt out of a tree stand versus a blind, like a enclosed blind, I will. I like them. But, man, do I like enclosed blinds. I think scent control is overlooked when it comes to an enclosed blind. Yeah. That's just me. Um, and maybe I'm being arrogant thinking that my scent's completely controlled, but when I hunt opening day at your house, the first time we did it, this isn't scent related, but my dad, it's my favorite hunt of the year. My dad and I get to sit and hunt opening day. And the first time we did it, like he's, he can't hear the best. And he starts talking at this right here, this octave. And there's deer 10 yards from us. I was like, dad, you gotta be quiet. The deer didn't even budge, didn't do anything. Yep. And we were 10 yards from him. So for me, I kind of like the enclosed blind. You can get away with stuff. Um, I'm a wuss. You can be cold. You don't get cold. I don't know. You can take a nap. 
you can do all the things. My yeah. thoughts. Yeah. I don't know. What I just thought I, I got that small little portable and you know, we gotta go hang that up here when we do the content weekend. Yeah. I don't know. I, I honestly yell that that I'm all over the mic, so now I'm just gonna be all over the mic just to piss him off. I I just think there's definitely use Uh-oh. cases for a saddle. Looks like Timmy's going to be hunting out of a Maverick on his little pinch point in Kentucky. Ooh, I'm ready. I'm going to say this. Brian Brian is as good an outfitter as I've ever seen in my life. And I don't say that because he's my friend. I say that because it's true. But there's going to be some serious pressure on him. Timmy's in a huge slump, big drought. Yeah. Every picture I've seen on Facebook is Timmy's Maverick and the pinch point and the ponds and the food plots. If you don't, mm. if you don't come out of there with a deer, it's Brian's fault. It's Brian's fault. Yep. Pressure is off me at this point. I'm basically the buckless duper, and <laughs> it's it's just you know. But this year, I think is going to be you're just going to the year. You got you got that look in your eye. I'm ready. I've been shooting my bow every night. That's good. I'm ready to rock. Yeah. Ready to rock and roll. We got millenniums. We got everything. Larry hunts from everywhere. We had a guy earlier say none. No stand. I wanted to reach out to him and just I'd like some further input. You don't need a stand, huh? I get that. Well, I've been watching um, the hunt in public quite a bit. Oh yeah, those guys and are pretty badass. They they're always just, but they're under like cedar tree or whatever, and they just are like literally spot and stock whacking deer, and uh, it's it's pretty damn cool. They Put kill me some in a slammers. cedar tree, man, and I'm at home. I yeah. love cedar trees. I can't wait till your twenty acre plot has a bunch of cedars in it. I'm just gonna wheeze my when I'm fifty. I'm gonna wheeze my way into one and just schwack one. Yeah, on the ground, just because that one guy said he could do it. Now I'm gonna do it. I think we could. I shot my first deer on the ground. My first buck ever when I was 12. I was in a homemade, a handmade blind my dad and I made by cutting down limbs. Put it up on a ridge. My my first buck I shot in a homegrown blind. Homegrown? You grew at your house? Homemade blind. A <laughs> bunch of popple trees. Yeah. And... That's the only way we hunted when I grew up. Everybody had the blind on the ridge, and it was great. I think so far... There is no opinion. I've got saddle. I've got sleeping, perfect sleeping stand. All right, Mike, you and I are on the same page. Um, box blinds, lone wolves. Gotta love the lone wolves. Those are good. We've got literally everything. Saddles. I would like to know more about, like, the saddle craze. Is it a craze or is it a real thing? Is it going to stick around? I think it's a hundred percent a real thing, okay. and I think it's becoming more and more prominent. And I think the more education that comes out, like how do you set it up? How are you safe? Like how do you get into the stand? Like that's the unknown. I haven't done a lot of research on it. Me either. Because um, I just I haven't I haven't just haven't done it. And I think the guys that have figured it out are will never go back. And I think it's probably going to be one of the, like, you'll see it over the next few years take more and more prominence. That's my, my prediction. Sure. I can see that. And I haven't, I haven't given it any time or thought. I always give Jake and Spencey shit because they're talking about it all the time and taking selfies and doing TikToks and swinging from the trees and doing all the things. Um, so I'm always curious. But I, the mobility part, I 100% get. Yeah. Because I've done the whole throw the sticks and throw the pack. Or even with, like, the XOP or the um, lone wolf system that's really light, it's still not light. And it's still hard and heavy and sucks to put up and all the things. So I get that part. Luke Thompson's watching. He just bought a saddle, and he put up a telephone pole in his yard. Why wouldn't you? To practice from. Smart. He also has a full-length 100-yard range. But why wouldn't you? Yeah, I wish. <laughs> Oh, Luke, uh, I'm coming down to shoot. You can right? teach me something. I think the next beers and bucks should be from Luke's range. We can hang from saddles, sling our bows. I'm no, in. Drink hopping barrel. <laughs> Brian Durr just texted me. He's probably pissed that I called him out. Let's see what he said. Should we? Yeah. Let's see what he said. All right. Oh, boy. So he became addicted to food plotting. We introduced him to the tiller, and now he's just losing his mind. That looks really pretty, too, though. It does. It's probably right by my stand. The guy's killing it. I would go hunt with him if I were you. I, my, my buddy Brian sent me a picture today, and I was too busy to reach out to him. I feel bad that I forgot to text him back. So sorry, Brian. But he was on a, a mower mowing what looked like a million miles of either wheat or rye or something, getting ready to plant some green machine. 
I think Green Machine might outpace Big Sexy this year in the, the battle of the popular kids. Big Sexy's still an OG. Yeah, oh, they're both OGs. I know, but it's still big. I, the? I like, think Big Sexy is the OG. Like the Ohio State University, the OG. Yeah. All right, I'm, I'm with you. But I'm big, big fan of, of Green Machine. And there's also guys, though, that – and I think that's where Bombshell came in is there's guys that intentionally overseed their brassicas because they don't want the big bulbs. They want – For sure. They, they want all the top growth and – that that mix has really hit hard this year too, um, so I think we'll get some nice bombshell harvest photos this year as well. It's a sleeper. I mean, typically, typically our products, the 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 OGs kind of rule the roost, and the the new guys take a little bit of time. But once people start using them, they're like, "Wow, this isn't just another big sexy. This is completely different. Completely different." And I think we saw it with Showstopper last year, and this year, a lot more Showstopper going out the door. I mean, we had just – there's different things in there. so And that's why variety, in my opinion, is super important. I wouldn't want you to plant all 20 acres in your property the same because then it's either – you either win or you lose. Yep. We like to cover all the bases. Yeah, I was win. Winning is more fun than losing. Yeah, for sure. It's a fact. Whew. What else? We had something my, else my I chair, want to talk my about. My chair is creaky. <sighs> give me the dodgy office chair from the warehouse. and for, just like, Well, he, if you showed up more, you'd get a better chair. You know, and you his, have your own chair. Like, Jake's got a desk now. You could have a desk. He doesn't have a chair. Or is this his chair? Or you have his chair. This is Jake's That's chair. Jake's chair. Jake, yeah. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, you're like, just awful working conditions. So how about Jake? We rip on him a lot. But Jake's at home tonight with his three kids, all under three. His wife's on, in the Boundary Waters having fun canoeing. And Jake's at home. Three, God bless him. Three kids under three. What a guy. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I We know. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, fast forward four hey. years from now, I'm like. we Our fingers are crossed. Got like eight kids. That would be that would be fun to watch. We show up in handle, my, I just think it'd be really funny. I'm going to get one of those big vans. <laughs> like the creepy and, ones? And then the I'll, no, no. They'll, they'll be windows. And then it'll have all the, the kids on the back with the mom and dad. And the, the dogs. dogs. Probably 15 Don't say cats, please. Don't say cats. I, I'm a big cat I'm gonna guy. I'm going to peel that one off. I, I don't mind kitties. Are you going to get one of those in your truck? Like right? You, right? you should have one of you and Mel and the two dogs right now. Yeah. All you have is a domain logo. I know. You don't have the little family. We should, probably should get that. I think you should. Yeah. It only makes sense. Kind of that kind of guy. You're a family man. Right? Family Miss- man. Oh, he misses the basement beers and bucks. We could, we could always go back to that. Seth's been planting our food plus since we started. So thank you for that, Seth. What about the COVID Zoom beers and bucks? That was the ori- the original beers and bucks. Was a COVID Zoom beers and bucks? Yeah, we got together. It was your idea. We got together because everyone's Why not? bored. And now, now it's now we're sponsored by a beer company, Hop and Barrel. If you've been watching this for the last year, we jokingly said we should be sponsored by Hop and Barrel because that's all we drink on the podcast. Well, for those of you who don't know, Hop and Barrel. Is located in Hudson, our hometown. Small, small, small town, um, local business like us, and they now sponsor our podcast. Yeah, they, have, cool. they open a second location. Where's that? Spring Valley. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. So I haven't been down to the tap room yet, but I, I heard it's sweet. Do us a favor, if you can, please go like their page. Go like their page. Stop in, grab a beer. It's actually really good. It's bomb. Like I said, we we pay for it. We drink it. We love it. We just like supporting local businesses like they support us. Um, they're doing some, like, wrestling event oh, yeah. in they, a couple of weeks. Oh, yeah, they do pro wrestling. And it's in a couple of weeks. On, like, a pretty regular basis. The 20th is their next one. Yeah. Like, I am not into wrestling, but I feel like I ha- kind of have to go. I keep telling you about my shows, and you never well, come. I, they, they, I, I am one of the top the featherweight. Are you, like, a featherweight? Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> like Rey Mysterio Jr. back in the day, but I don't wear a mask. Yeah. So you're just like all out there. I'm ready to rock. Are you in like the onesie? I don't wear a onesie. Oh. What do you wear? You'll have to see when you show Ooh. up. Ooh. You know, but I, I go there every couple of weeks. Maybe Whoops. if Chris is lucky, it'll be on the calendar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tim's wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Easy there. Easy, uh, Chris. But so I'll be honest. If you know me, I drink Lemon Breaker. That's pretty much all I drink. And when I looked at this one here, it made me nervous because it was 8% and it says coffee malt. The opposite of Lemon Breaker. It's as good, if not better. Yeah. Honestly. 
And their packaging reminds me of us. Yeah. It's kind of cutting edge. Well, they're in a, a very racy. competitive region, you know, or territory, War, war Crow. Space um, Force? I would think you would like that one. You're a Space I like guy. Crooked Grin. So if I'm going to go with an IPA, I go with Crooked Grin. But You're a Minnesotan guy, I, too. But I also am a Minnesotan guy. Like, I, you know... I normally, you know, if I'm if I'm having a steady drinker, it's you know CL smooth. I think so. Marcus came up with your new wrestling alter ego, Timmy the Turnup. Timmy the Turnup. You could be like a sumo wrestler. <laughs> Maybe it's already there, Ooh. but you don't know because you there. never come fair. You know. Oh, Richard in Iowa, can you buy the beer online? Because you're a huge summer shandy guy. Let me tell you something, Richard. All I used to drink is summer shandy. Yep. Line of Coolers is now out of business because I stopped drinking their beer, and all I drink is Hop and Barrel. I don't know if you can buy it online. I can't answer that. But message them. I mean, anything's possible. Like I remember, I was up in uh, maybe with your next order of Liquid Courage, we'll send you a sixer or a twelver of Lemon Breaker. I was up north in Superior, and they had Hop and Barrel. Um, so they they are. I, I don't know if it's just regionally in Wisconsin. Um, I don't go over to Minnesota too much to, like, check it out. But um, they are getting a, a, a pretty pretty wide net. So we'll, we'll find out some more info before our next one and, and let you guys know. But I, don't, I don't get out bomb. much either. No. I have no idea. I know it's at all the local places that I buy liquor. Yeah. And I'm, I'm thankful for that. Yeah. Absolutely. So, Timmy, let's talk about the next – I don't know when the next Beers and Bucks is. Hopefully, we were bad. It's been a month since our last one. Really bad. We've been busy. You've been busy. And it's kind of, it's fun to get together. So hopefully, we'll get together in the next couple weeks. But let's talk about the next few weeks. For those of you that may have just jumped on or or, or whatever. But, again, I, I've said a lot, but I don't want people to rush to the gun. The best time to plan is when you can, obviously. right? Everyone's busy. However, if you have the ability to be a little bit more... Flexible. Flexible. You've got 30 days in Wisconsin or more, depending on what you're planting. And as you go south, more more. Time. So I know there's a chance of rain this week, and if we get it, planting prior to it, great idea. But don't feel like if you don't, all is lost. Yeah. All well, of the we, mixes that we offer can be planted in the next 40 days. We so, haven't had consistent rain here, yeah. period. Yeah. And, you know – Definitely, if you can get like I got it in in front of my cabin. I have an acre that we typically put, and we just put it all in sugar mama this year, um, and it all germed. Lies. Um, it, but it, we got a super heavy rain that day. I was literally just finishing call to packing, and it started to rain, um, and it rained uh, three quarters of an inch probably, and then a week later we got another rain, and then a week later we got another rain. But it's been like spotty at best and so if we've got good rain in the forecast like i i was planning on going down and spraying uh i'm probably gonna abandon it with like my big sexy and a couple of other plots i want to put i'm just gonna put it in i'm gonna roll and just the one thing i'm gonna try this year because i i don't have the packer max or like a good like cult packer for behind the four-wheeler we just still have the roller yep i'm I'm not going to go off of the roller lines. I'm going to go off of the four-wheeler tire lines because every time we do that with the roller, you, you'll go back in and you'll see the four-wheeler tire tracks, and that's where it's coming in best. So I'm going to use my four-wheeler essentially as my cult packer hmm. um, until we get one. Um, Just don't do that in clay. Yeah, but our ours is – I mean, it's literally sand. So um, – but I'm going to do that this weekend. I'm not putting the green machine in yet. Um, I'm waiting on, on green machine out in front of the muddy. Uh, I think we can have a good shot of killing one on an opener again. I am, I'm going to try and time it exactly like we did last You're year. You're dang, two for two. The question is, who gets the hot seat this year? Me. That would have been my answer. <laughs> Your dad's in Alaska, so he can't answer. Yeah, I mean, we're actually gonna, we're holding the reins on old Jeffy. The vote the vote happened already, yep. and it was me and Cooper, my dog. And I said, well, who do you think should hunt it? And he's like, well, you. Well, you, did." And then I asked Mel, and she's like, you better bring me some venison. Like, she's getting a little. Secretly, she wants you to kill a buck opening weekend, so you're done. That's probably it. Ah, but uh, but what I'll do is I'll, yeah. I'll video then. Ooh. So. 
Well, that's even that's a bigger <laughs> commitment. Sorry about that. You know, I love that. I I've done that a few times. It's super fun. But I I think the big thing is is like depending on where you're at and depending on your soil. If you've got great great dirt, God and, bless you. Yeah, God bless you. You can get away with a little bit more. If you've got shitty soil like what we've got, um, you need rain. Um, otherwise, you're gonna fight it. And there's no we we forced it last year. We planted early we and did. selfishly we did it because we wanted content. We wanted pictures and the plots came up pretty damn good. And then we didn't get rain. And then it, it started to get weedy and it's just like, damn it. You know, we, we, we forced it there. The plot still worked out great just because you have weeds in your plot. It doesn't mean that the deer aren't eating the radishes and the turnips and all the other good stuff. Um, you got a cultipacker here, by the way, who does? Mike Gibson. Timmy, take it. Yes. There you go. I'm into that. But I would just say, like, if you can be patient, but, like, I'm not – this weekend looks too good as far as, like, Saturday, Sunday, rain, and, like, you have percentages in the 60s. It is Unless that thing breaks up like they tend to do in the summer, like, I'm going to hedge my bet, and I'm going to check the weather again tomorrow, but it keeps steady. I'm I'm putting them in. Um, I'm just, I'm going to do it if the rain misses, like it, it misses, but uh, you, you kind of get to that point where you've got about three weekends, four weekends left in Wisconsin to get them in before hunting season. Uh, we like to like basically stop the pressure in our woods leading up to, to opener. I'd say after the 15th of September. Yeah. I mean, literally you do. <laughs> Depending, green machine green machine fully germed in 15 days yeah i mean that that one there gives you more time yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna play devil's advocate just because that's my job and i'm gonna i'm gonna try to plant like the 21st to the 30th that's my goal of august yeah yeah knowing that if i don't i'll just wait and plant it when i can i, I looked at the 30-day forecast and there's a couple of specks of rain in the 22nd 23rd range and then around my birthday, like thirty thirty one, you think they can predict? Like, I mean, Tim, they can't predict tomorrow. We should become. But a, I'm gonna at least give it a shot. I think if if this whole beers and bucks thing doesn't, doesn't work, work out, yeah. maybe we just become weathermen. It's worth a shot. There's a predominant chance of a thunder shower. They were a suit though. But yeah, but that's like so nineties, man. Domain newscast. Ooh. It's going to rain. We can't be any worse. But we can't actually do that because we'd be like, it's going to rain, and then everyone would put their food pots in, and then they would freaking call you. Hey, Jake. Ergie. He made it. Which made means he's show. alive and still breathing, which is good. It's like a rodeo. <laughs> yeah, he's got three kids under two and a half. Yeah. That's terrifying. But also impressive. Yeah. Where were we? I don't know. I just. I think. I think it's probably. Just, oh no no! I want to talk about something quick. Okay. Because you were talking about it a little bit. You mentioned the sugar mama you planted, and I'm going to once again give sugar mama a lift because mm-hmm. we suck at selling it. It's the best product we have. You know what? You know what? The the in a lower field, the only area I'm not touching. Yeah, the sugar mama all the way to the left. And we planted that two, two years, years ago, ago, and it's. The best clover plot. So mm-hmm. some backstory around what I'm doing in front of my cabin is we always would try and put corn and soybeans and then food plot in. They just hammer it because we've got this, like, we had last year we had a year-old buck and a year-old doe. I'm thinking they were siblings. Those two, yeah. And I could literally walk within five feet of the – I almost smacked his ass one time. Like, get out of here. They just mm-hmm. hammered it all. So I want to have a clover plot there, and like this year, I'm like, well, I could either plant hot chicken comeback kid, or I could just plant sugar mama. Have a ton of brassicas. We've got a kick-ass little stand there, um, and then next year I could go in and I could just overseed a little bit, and yep. the early germination looks money. So that's how I'm establishing the clover plot. Um, it's the best way. Yep. And Jake, my buddy Jake just planted an acre of it, he said. Yeah. But honestly, like we, it was like no BS when we first started. Yeah. We sucked at selling because we just called it a throw and grow, nothing else, and it's way more. Sugar Mama, at the at the cash register, 
looks more expensive. And it is more expensive than Big Sexy, but you're going to get years and years and years and years of growth. And if this spring taught us anything, this spring was dry and crappy, cold, for cold and wet, and then dry and hot. Summing, or starting perennials was tough. Sugar Mama lets you do it in the fall. You can hunt over it, kill all your deer, forget about it, and the next year, boom, clover and chicory. So... Well, and those clovers sugar are going to introduce. Sugar mama, sugar mama. They're going to introduce nitrogen into your soil. Absolutely. So even if next year you wanted to go in and you wanted to till it and replant it, the next fall, the next fall, good, go do sugar mama again. I mean, sugar mama was one of my favorite plots. So it was number two to green machine, and actually, NoBS took number three for me last year. It hurts me to say it. It hurts me to say it. Mark that down. Um, the no BS king has fallen I, from the. I still love no BS. <laughs> it's um, so good. But you know, but I think a lot of people think establishing perennials, you got to do it in the spring, and I think it probably could be one of the worst times to establish. Unless the plot's shaded. Yes. Then it's the only time, in yep. my opinion, that yes. super shaded spot that we show so much. Get them going in the spring. Yep. Before um, before the leaves come in. Let the roots yes. establish a hundred percent. But otherwise, I wanted to turn my my acre field into clover, and how I'm doing it this year is I'm planting sugar mama. And then next spring, come in with comeback and hot chick just to top it off. Yep, you'd be set for five years. Yep, simple. And Done. that's that's the game plan. So, um, and Spencer Renfro, just keep following along, my friend. We may have an answer for you someday. What? You'll see. Yeah, I don't know. He just asked a question. Oh, Jake Orkfitz. I don't like or, to give too much information, but or, we're testing a whole bunch of things right now. Acre of sugar. Lots mama. of tests. We'll have some new products coming out next year. The testing has been going favorably well. The last one I grabbed hurt my arm. Weighs like twenty five pounds. That one would be yeah. We got all sorts of stuff in the hopper. There's some new new stuff. There's some new things. You some know, new fangled things that going on. The twenty five pounder is gonna be a game changer. There's a couple of twenty five pounders. Oh boy. <laughs> That's what happens. I don't come to the shop for a while, and I, all of a sudden I find out uh, we have a new hat and uh-oh. test product. We got a guy thinking between Big Sexy and Sugar Mama. I'm just saying, Sugar Mama can't be overlooked. Yep, it just has too many qualities to building a domain. You know, and you you could because um, Sugar Mama doesn't have your your radish. Throw a little pounder of radish in there, or you could take big sexy if you had more, and you could add some add some chicory, or you could mix it in. So, like what I did on our top plot this year is I mixed comeback hot chick, and then I had a little pounder of radish, and I mixed that. Like I still kept my like the biggest thing is like everyone always asks us, what can I mix with this? What can I mix with this? What can I mix with this? You can always mix. You can mix any of it, but you have to mind your seed rates, especially if there's brassicas in there. So um, when I did it, I, I went through and I broadcasted the clover first, and then I went in and I made sure I lightly added my, my radish to it. Um, and it the radishes are, are coming in really good. The clover is starting to come up. So um, just mind your dang seed I, rates. I, Luke did bring up a good point. Of course he did. Boss Brew. I tell you what, we've... We don't talk enough about but it. But we've shipped out more Boss Brew this year than we did the last three years combined. One of the things we talked about early on is, like, I want to figure out a way to, like, compart- compartmentalize the jug so you get your little seeds and then your big seeds because it is a pain in the ass. It can Sometimes be tri- spreading. Can be you, you just, you have to be... I, I wouldn't say it, it so you you just you have to pay attention when you're planting things that have oats and has peas mm-hmm. and then it has a rapeseed that's a tiny black seed that you can barely see for sure and all of a sudden you go start going and you're like you gotta move oh man all I have is like the best advice I can you give if you're planting something with like green machine is keep going, keep going, and just keep going over it and start in the lowest setting and just keep opening it up. And at the end, you might only have oats left in, but then you just keep spreading it out evenly. Um, that That's probably the best advice I can give. But that's really what Fosbrew does is we separated the big seeds and the small seeds. Yep. And that thing is really a powerhouse. It's great. It's got nine plant varieties. You plant it separately. You plant the big seeds first, cover them, come back with the little ones, roll over it, done. 
Yeah. It's a, I mean, every mix we have is is awesome, um, and it, yes. it's all for its own reasons. We had a guy reach out today that said, so and so said, don't mix this with that, and it was greens with brassicas, and it's like, huh. I hate to be, like, you know how we operate, we kind of stay in our own lane, but so many people in this industry drives the, drives me nuts because it's their way is right and every other way is wrong, and it it's such a deterrent to anything it just drives me crazy yeah whoever said you can't plant grains with brassicas their ass is out of their underwear pardon my french thank you buddy but that's so bizarre um i think it's important to plant at the right seed rates and plants at mature at different stages because that's how deer graze through them but please don't ever look at this category as a black and white yep right and wrong because we're going to take the opposite approach it's not it's not it's 100% gray, and I think that helps people be more successful knowing that, hey, I don't have a tractor. I can still do this. Yeah. Or, hey, I don't have 100 acres. I can still do this. It is 100% gray. You don't have to plant tomorrow. You don't have to plant next week. You don't have to plant three weeks from now. You can plant four weeks from now. You can plant tomorrow. Yep. Like, don't think about it like there is a, there's not a right and a wrong. There's a million ways to do it, and they can all be successful. So take that approach, and I think it's going to open some doors and opportunities and and take risks. Take, yeah. Try a new area, and and don't it gonna, put the, yeah. just try like half a jug of no BS, and then just keep it down in a cool, dry place. And you know, like what we did this year, we didn't. We literally just rushed into it. We tilled it up, we planted it, and it germ. And there's a ton more deer there. They're still sifting through, but the when your plants, if you try to do it in the woods food plot, here's what I'll tell you, is you'll see really good germination early on. How you know there's a light issue where it's way too shaded is your plants get really stemmy and then your clover, your like your clover will go like five inches and then it'll have a big clover butt on top. And then all of a sudden you'll go back in and it'll be like, wait, where did it all go? Well, that's just a sunlight issue. So then literally what dad and I did a couple weeks ago is we went in there and we're like, okay, Where's the afternoon sun? It's here. Oh, look at that tree. Look at that tree. And we just tagged, the, and it was three trees, literally, that are the culprits. We're going to take them down, and that plot's going to be phenomenal next year. But you yeah. got to try. you got to test, and you got to expect, as you're trying new things and you're trying new areas, don't expect perfection. You're going to fail. It might happen. <laughs> it might happen the first time, too. You never know. Yeah. You know, the first time we put the food plot highway in, we were just like, oh my god like <laughs> this is money but it gets like a crest of like a solid four hours in the afternoon where the sun, sun comes a little bit yeah and then it goes away and it's awesome but try fail like you know but don't like just try a little bit and try it in an area and just figure out how you can continue to improve it um one one other thing i did want to mention today is um we had a we had a order on the website and then went to a, a retailer and saw it was cheaper at the retailer. Oh yeah. Um, I, I want to acknowledge that, um, the prices are better at your local retailers. Um, you know, we do cover shipping. Uh, we have more costs in getting it to your door versus you going to the store. That's why your local retailer is going to be the best bet for you. Um, from a cost standpoint, if you need it quick, I mean, I had a one of my buddies from college, uh, Corey or uh, uh, um, Corey Hanley. He ordered today. Uh, he was actually a friend of Pat Woolard's in, mm. from back home, and he goes, "Hey, um, I just ordered, but and it was like an hour later. I checked the email. He's like, can you have him throw a hat in for me? He's like, I'll Venmo you for it. So they already picked and shipped it. I mean, yeah, these are. guys are are we we get it out the door really quick. You can get it really quick." If your local retailer didn't have something that you like, trust us, we can get it to you and we'll get it to you as quick as we can. However, prices are set in a way that if you go local and you support your local retailer, the price is going to be cheaper for you. Um, and that's just how it operates. We have expenses on it covering, we do free shipping on every order on our website. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's just that that's why, why it's like that. So I just wanted to acknowledge that I'm not calling it all. I, we, re, I respect the feedback, but that's that's why yeah. it is the way it is. It's a way for us to support 
local businesses too. Like that's how the economy works. Yeah. Right. I mean, when you shop from us, you support us, our families, people that ship it, the box company that we buy it from, the jug company, the the growers, on down the list. When you buy it from your local retailer, whatever it is, whether it's A1, Shields, Fleet Farm, Tractor Supply, anybody, um, you then support us and the jug factory and the box factory and the shipper and that store and people that work there and all the things. So it's a, to Tim's point, we do it to help support all the businesses. But at the same time, we want you to be able to get it fast and shipping from us too. So, but it was really, it was uh, really humbling today. I went in because I, I think it was about two months ago when we, um, Squarespace, who powers our website, they came up with um, the review thing. Yeah. And I went through, and there was like fifty-two five-star reviews, and everyone thanking us, and you know the extra steps and customer. Like, we wouldn't do it any other way. Um, we, we will did not it, change. We did it when we were in your basement, and we will do it forever. Um, it, it's just who we are, and I, I think to kind of like end it, it's just like we do care about that, and like we do care about customer service, and it that's really what is going to make Domain be great is not Mike and I or, you know, Riley and Jake and Spencer and, like, the people that, that work here. It's everyone else and people buying apparel and like rocking domain and people coming up to them going well what's domain like that's what helps the the whole domain nation grow Mm -hmm. and you know it all all just stems from customer service and you know it it it's just it's really humbling to to go in there today and look at that and go just wow like thank you guys and that's why i was i didn't even know about the contest I saw the email come through, but I didn't didn't review it as you didn't much. Read so like, it. Yeah, you know, why would I, you? I skim. You know, if there's no <laughs> pictures, if there's no pictures, man, if I'm not at the shop, so they don't tell me anything. I don't, and do I it. don't read my emails. <laughs> I'm not good with words, <laughs> but I I think it's a hell of a giveaway, uh, and I I hope all you participate, and you know, we'll we'll share your photos regardless and everything on on Facebook, and um, it's been just super fun. So I think. Episode five, man. Episode five, almost in the books. I just want to finish with is no matter no matter what happens, the love notes will always come and they'll always be written with care. Even if you can't your handwriting is just piss poor. You I, gotta work on I it. I should man. have been a doctor. Hey, people appreciate the love notes. Better than mine. And I appreciate Fair. writing them. Honestly, I love writing them. And I try my darndest that if you've ordered before, I'd mention that in my, my note too. Um, but it's fun. We love it. it. It was something that we started when we started and it's something that we'll do until the day we die. I, so. I stole the idea. Yeah. I, I buy musky baits from team Rhino outdoors. I, I actually thought I had this idea before him, but God bless him. He, he beat us to it. But I, you know, he, every time you got an order, it's like, thanks for the order. And it was a handwritten note. And I'm like, Nobody does that. Pretty cool, yeah. And well, it's it's because it's it's not easy. It takes a ton of time. It costs money, like all the things. Yep. But you know what? I don't care. No, it's awesome. It's the best. And we're gonna end it on this little video that Riley put together with our hashtag My Domain 2022 contest. We're excited to give back to you because you've given us so much. Thanks for listening to the Beers and Bucks podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. While you're at it, leave us a rating and review so others can find out about the show.